He's a naughty uh, girl with a bad habit, bad habit for drugs. <laughs> I don't really know if I know that song. Don't you? It's um, from Summer Heights High. Uh, is that the Australian comedy? Yeah, Chris Lilly, yeah. Sorry, you've not seen it? Uh, I've seen a bit of it. It's not funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. What? Yeah, you're wrong. But, yeah. Absolute twat end. <laughs> You are fucking. You're a gimp, mate. Very right. Comment. Fucking idiot. An idiotic comment to make on a on a Tuesday evening, no less. Right. Let's not uh, waste any more of Alex's time, and let's do a podcast. Correct. Welcome to episode 39 of Fruck Unwrapped, the official podcast of one of the leading Food Review UK channels in the UK. Uh, my name is Nathan Peterson, and tonight we Fucking are... Hell. Thank- <laughs> uh, my name is Nathan Peterson, tonight we are painting the town red as we go out, out, and discuss dining out. But before that, let me introduce my guests. He'll wine ya, he'll dine ya, he'll 69 ya, it's Stuart Bullock. <laughs> Hello, Nathan. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm not too bad. I'm good, 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 good. Uh, it's worth mentioning to the listeners that tonight Nate makes his Skype video call debut so we can see his face and he's trying his very level best to put me off now by making gestures. Uh, <laughs> good to be back. It's been a long time since we recorded. Yeah, we've, we've uh, the last sort of three months of recordings have all been all over the shop, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've literally do, do like two together and then have weeks off, yeah. and then yeah. it'd be nice to get back into a bit of a pattern. It will, it will, it will. Although anyway. it's worth saying, those last two shows that we did were absolutely fantastic. Correct, correct. It's a shame we couldn't follow them up with getting an equally fantastic guest for tonight's podcast. <laughs> 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 Ouch. Um, next up, he'll sparkling water, yeah? He'll try pizza for the first time at the age of 20, yeah? He will still do 69, yeah? It's Michael Jameson. <laughs> All of the above was true. I'm happy to report for a change. <laughs> Especially the, the 69ing? Or well, that... I don't kiss and tell, Nate. Oh. I do blodge and tell, though. Oh. Um, and yeah, it's all it's all true. It's all true. Um, yeah. How- how are you, Michael? Fairly reasonable. Are you disappointed that we're closing on the end of the day and you still haven't booked Avengers tickets? I'd feel a lot more comfortable if Odeon's website wasn't fucking shit and their entire system absolute gubbins. Uh, yeah, they're, they're clearly having some sort of issue because Screen 1 is not available to book and Screen 3 is filling up rapidly. Just book screen three, mate. It's the same film in both screens. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, but I can't. Because it's <laughs> fucked up now, isn't it? I was able to get in for for about 20 minutes. I was looking at it and then tried to get back in. No, can't get back in now. Love mm. it, mate. Love it. Ugh. Good. A lot, a lot of first world problems going on in that sentence, I feel. Well, no need to. Cool. Uh, and finally... <laughs> Today marked our guest's third appearance on the show, meaning that only two more and he gets a free appetizer. Please welcome Alex hey. Sierra from Binge Media. Gentlemen, how you doing? Good. Good. Excellent. Got that Thank out you. of the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
How are you? Oh, I'm just doing fine. I uh, just bought a new toaster, so you can say I'm killing it at this life thing, all right? <laughs> it is a food podcast, so I brought some material. How many how many bits of toast can you do in that bad boy? Is it just a is it just a two two slot or is it a four slot? It's a two slot. Okay. And both you... of those slots are pretty wide. <laughs> pretty wide. <laughs> those listeners out there are in for a real treat tonight. Um Starling. So how's how's life in Chicago? What's what's going on over at uh, and what's going on at uh, Binge? Any anything big and new to report? Oh my God! There's always big things going on at Binge and in the city of Chicago. Um, we uh, just announced our yearly Binge Media get together, Lollapalooza, Ooh. in the city of Chicago. Um, Nate, I expect you to be here. Uh, you can expect all you want, good sir. Uh-huh. Unless someone, unless someone pays for me and my wife to come, we will not be there. Mm. Hey, you, you told me you were secretly going again. Uh, I know. I secretly told you I was going again. It's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any don't, sense, Nathan. Yeah, don't, don't go yeah. that. No. Uh, but yeah, Lollapalooza. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about that, because obviously um, I've been there, but some of the listeners who may not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, what is Lollapalooza? Yeah. Uh, the Palooza is uh, it's a three day weekend in the city of Chicago. Some people make it four. Some people, you know. Book a whole week, Denny. To uh, yeah, to um, hang out in the city of Chicago. And Friday, Saturday, we hang out at a bar and drink our faces off and talk movies and catch up with each other. Uh, there's an NBA Jam tournament that me and my fellow cohort Chad have won two times in a row, mm. two years in a row. So we're reigning champs. And then on Sunday, we typically do a live show at the bar I work at Moe's Tavern, and uh, that's a lot of fun. Who who did you beat in the first uh, the first year that you won it? <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> like, it, they, they're all just distant memories. All I know is I got the golden fidget spinner as right. our NBA Jam trophy, um, uh, what, which my co-host Law immediately grabbed it out of my hand and threw it on the floor. Oh, what about the uh, what about the allegations of faulty uh, technology? They're just that, Nathan. Allegations. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Shitbag. Um, so yeah, when when is Lollapalooza? It is the weekend of August sixteenth. Amazing, amazing. I, mm-hmm. I see, I see quite a few new faces seem to be popping up this year. Yeah, yeah. It looks like um, some faces dropped out, some new faces coming back in, coming back in. That doesn't make any sense because it's new. <laughs> uh, but new faces coming back in. Awesome. I I literally am toying with the idea of deactivating my uh, Facebook account for that weekend because I cannot bear seeing other people having fun when I can't have same the uh, same amount of fun. So, understood. Understood. Yeah. We call that a Garrett Collins in our world. <laughs> <laughs> Who um, a couple of years ago for Lollapalooza, he's one of our guys on Binge Media. Uh, was going to show up, but then didn't, and then deactivated his account. <laughs> and then was like, "Oops, I did quick... that." Just gonna Bless. add a Bless. quick. Oh, hmm? brilliant! Can I say my bit? Or you go? Yeah. Okay now. Just gonna add a quick calendar note on the weekend of fourteenth slash sixteenth of August because I didn't hear which one it was exactly. <laughs> Take Nate out for a harvester. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's basically this. I've I've been to I've been to Harvester and I've been to Lollapalooza twice. They're basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, grab a salad bowl, fill it up with a load of corn and lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Get into corn. a fight with a waiter if you're anything like the Aylesbury branch. Or you can it's, eat chips. It's like you've been to Lollapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same thing. Um, uh, thank you very much, Alex. Um, now, thanks. This, um, this being your third, uh, your third time here, you've already done random questions, yes. and uh, you've already done eight or. I've just waited for Michael to stop his, stop his laughing. Oh, sorry, just I love the little intricacies of life. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are. Sir, the first person to experience random questions season two. Oh, wow! Wow! I, 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 oh my even god! My, even my co uh, co hosts. I was going to say co guests. Even my co hosts mm-hmm. aren't aware of of these ten questions. So it will be an experience oh. for all of us. Um, wow. So, so can you please, as you may know, three questions between one and ten. Three numbers. That would be. I'll yeah. translate. I'll translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the small intricacies of life. <laughs> um, yes, uh, Alex, can you please give me three numbers between one and ten? Let's do three, seven, and nine. Thirty-seven. Oh, what's in a in row? A row? <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, favorite crisps slash because you're American. <laughs> uh, favorite. Crisps. Um, Slash chips. <laughs> right. Uh, I got to go with a Ruffles sour cream and onion. I'm a huge oh. fan of sour cream and onion to my wife's uh, detriment. <laughs> uh, I would imagine that's quite a, 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 a smelly chip. Super smelly. <laughs> super good. Yeah. Yeah. Is Ruffles your is you uh, your go to brand in general? Um, yeah, I don't eat a lot of chips these days, but when I do, it's going to be a Ruffles. You Ruffles. Ruffles. The only... Oh, sorry, I was going to do a Ruffles pitch. Just try to get a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, anyone, any uh, advertising companies out there who do want to sponsor Frock Unwrapped, we are, we are willing to sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, desperate to sell out. Desperate to sell it, yeah. If anything, we'll pay you to advertise us. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, we got that sweet in, Patreon uh, money. <laughs> I was in uh, in the local uh, grocery store the other day, actually, and um, I saw two uh, transsexual women. Oh god! Uh, no, no, I did. Um, and they were purchasing that new multi pack. Uh, you get the ruffles. I think it, actually, I think it was the sour cream and onion. It was ruffles, nice. and you get the you get the, the spicy dip with it. <laughs> and I thought to myself, chips with dips. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm, I'm leaving right now. Jesus Christ, Michael. I said chips with dips. I know you did, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a problem. <laughs> no, no. Number, number seven. Right. Um, favorite, now, interpret this how you will. Favorite overseas cuisine. Oh, favorite overseas cuisine. Um, ugh. um is, that, is that African? <laughs> close, very close. 
Um, how about I don't know? Is shepherd's pie an overseas cuisine? It's British British food, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's no, it's a, not to us. It's a big. <laughs> <laughs> it's just food, right? <laughs> That's fine. Um, shepherd's pie. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. I'm just uh, I'm 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 a meat and potatoes guy. Like any any kind of you know potatoes. beef stew, shepherd's pie, any kind of uh, mixture of the two. I'm a huge fan of. Oh, you're gonna love it in this country then when you finally get here. Yes. Yeah. All the food is very bland. You will love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, number nine. Who would win in a fight between Tony the Tiger and Chester Cheetah? What a question! What a question! Finally, <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Hands uh, down. Uh, uh, oh, why? Any? Any? What, what would? What would be his? What would be his uh, uh, his finishing move? What what well, would be he, he, Here's the thing. He comes out with his chest all puffed up. Yeah. And all Chester Cheetah's about is style, no substance. Yeah. yeah. Tony is very very image conscious, I feel like. Whereas Tony the Tiger, ready to get shit done. Tony is mm-hmm. hench. <laughs> yeah, he is. Chester's sly. Yeah. He he's, got the, he's, he's, he's got the speed though, isn't he? Chester, doesn't matter, yeah. doesn't matter how quick you are. There's no way that he can hurt Tony, and all it's mm. gonna, all, all Tony's got to do is catch him with one quick glancing blow. Um, mm. And I, I reckon Tony's probably got technique as well as strength. I reckon he's got he gets a good <laughs> hip swing, really gets some mm, behind his behind those paw hooks. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for a big tiger, he can move pretty quick though. Yeah. Deceptively, I reckon he's decep- yes. deceptively mm-hmm. agile. Because you reckon it, you look at Tony and you're thinking he's all about bench pressing. He's probably not. He's, he's probably skipping leg day an awful lot because he looks <laughs> very top heavy. Yep. But I think <laughs> he does. I just think it's a natural litheness that he's got. He's, you know, he's got he's got the perfect combination of size and agility. He's mm-hmm. essentially the ultimate fighter. <laughs> Only the only thing I'm. I'm a little bit concerned with just uh, Chester's got no no uh, friction, has he? He's got no traction. He's got no torque. He's just covered in dust. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> so, wouldn't that make him more um, have more friction if there's just lots of? Uh, yeah, I guess athletes do the old chalk trick, don't they? Yeah, yeah, to provide friction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Stuart, as a teacher, do you ever do the old chalk trick? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Used to. I was talking about this Sorry. today. When what, I first, what, what chalk trick? Do you not know? Do you not know? You're probably better explaining it. That's what. That's why I asked it. So the, what? What we used to do as teachers is we'd get we'd get a piece of chalk, a piece of white chalk, and we'd conce- and we'd get a piece of green chalk. And what we'd do is we'd conceal the green chalk in 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 our left hand. We'd get the white chalk and using sleight of hand, we'd make it appear as if we were pushing the piece of chalk up one of our nostrils and then we'd conceal that chalk in the right hand and then what we would do is we would <laughs> push out through the nose and we would then we would then release the green chalk and pull it out through the other nostril so it makes it appear as if you have pushed a piece of chalk up through your nose and it has come out covered in snot and that Nathan is the chalk trick that's amazing never heard of anything like that no it's <laughs> incredible. Incredible. N- neither had I before I just imp- <laughs> improvise it yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah, the things you learn on the Fruff Podcast. Ah. Yeah. 
Not always, not always food based. Or true. Or true. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you for uh, thank you for being the first. You're not going to ask, ask him you... question nine. That was question nine. Was it? Yeah, it was question nine. What, what was question seven? Yeah. Oh, Chips, overseas cuisine. Oh, correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, I do. I do now. I appreciate that Chester Cheetah is not necessarily a huge name in the UK. There's obviously going to be some, you know, because Cheetos aren't necessarily as big a brand here. Um, uh, it's the same length. C H E S T E S. The same length. Seven characters. Brilliant. Seven characters. Where do you live? So my alternative would be Tony the Tony the Tiger versus Honey Monster. Oh. But we won't go in that, into that today. That'll be just for somebody who doesn't know who Chester is. So just to give you a little, a little sizzle there. I can't concentrate for on a podcast for the next hour and a half now that you've <laughs> posted that into my brain. Put that in there, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to, Stuart. Maybe, maybe right at the end. Maybe as a little outro. Just give me your answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know anything about Honey Monster, and I'm looking at a picture of him. Still picking Tony. You reckon? <laughs> the, the honey monster is a little too happy. Mm. This is a whole episode, man. I don't know why the fuck you brought this up as a little throwaway comment. That's <laughs> good quality content, either. Well, just we'll we'll have to wait until the next person who's been on three times gets to ask that question <laughs> ra- randomly. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, thank you very much. Uh, let's move on to a bit of Quivia. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I am taking it back. Yeah? Yeah, it's coming home. Quivia is yeah. coming home. Alex, have you listened to the last two episodes? Does I matter? have not. Does oh, have Return uh, videotapes. <laughs> okay, Patrick. Um, yeah, Stuart has lost the last two consecutive. I think possibly for the first time ever that that's happened. And he's, he's not been a happy man about it. He's... Okay. He's taking it quite poorly, if anything. So, beware. Right. right. These are all G- GQ, no, GK, general knowledge. Number one. Is that, is that your final answer? Quirier is that your final answer? answer? That was the query of the Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please strip that out there, and that was always the quiviest. How many restaurants worldwide have three Michelin Michelin stars? Uh, We are going to start with guest first, Alex. 475. 475. Mm -hmm. Next, we will go to Michael. A sim- very similar to Alex's answer. Uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
Well, this is this is good because I have actually not written down the correct fucking answer. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking what a fucking bell end. Right, I'm gonna have to find this while I uh, Michael, what was your answer? Five, please. Five Do you want, me to, do you want me to check for you? Right. No, Alex said no, four no. seven five. It is, <laughs> it is way less than Alex's, but it's it's I think it's some way more than Michael's. I'm going to go if I go six, I reckon I completely take Michael out. But Prick. I've still got enough space because Alex has overshot True. so much. So I yeah. will go six tactically. Yeah, you've gone for six. Brilliant. It's, Who knows? It's, Who like, knows what... it's, it's about sixty or something, but I'll go six. Who knows what the fucking answer is at this stage? I've, yeah. I've, 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 it's fucking abysmal. I can tell you, there's none in the United Kingdom. Uh, uh, can you? For a bonus point. Uh, uh, that's interesting that you say that. Isn't, isn't, um, the, fat, isn't the Fat Duck three? Yeah, it, Michael's talking out of his arsehole. Yeah, I just want, I just want to sh- put the shits in you, Stuart. Make you think it's really <laughs> low. But I was clearly uh, uh, undershot. Brilliant. I mean, uh, just to give you a hint, I've written down the word three, and I think the reason I've done that is because I'm, the question is three Michelin stars. I've literally just seen the you know, the number three and written it down twice. So no, I'm pretty sure that's the answer. Okay, so no. we're doing the answers we go along. So that's one for MJ. It's, it's definitely not the right answer because the leading country has twenty-seven, which is more than three. You might know. Right, we'll find out the answer. We'll find out the answer no together. To, no two, to. two. Uh, the fortress. Rest, uh, resort and spa in Sri Lanka sells arguably the most expensive dish in the world. How much will the Fortress Stilt Fisherman Indulgence Dessert? I'll read that again. Fortress Stilt Fisherman Indulgence Dessert set you back in US dollars. We'll start with Michael on that one. Um, Two thousand. No, three thousand three hundred and fifty nine dollars. Okay, and Stuart thirty seven hundred. Thirty seven hundred and Alex fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. Question three: According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumers Expenditure Survey in 2017. Great survey. <laughs> Isn't it? I'm a huge fan. <laughs> how much does the average household spend, sorry, how much does the average American household spend on dining out each year? Stuart. Um, oh, oh, Five G's. Five G's. That's five thousand for people that don't know what G's are. Uh, Alex, <laughs> um, is this this? You said it based on the household. Uh, yeah, house. Uh, yeah, yeah. It says household, but I think it's actually. I think it must be per person because oh, when you wait, when you when you break it down. Yeah, that's what I was. I was wondering. Um. Still not sorry, this right. Sorry, Stuart, would you like to change your answer seeing I mean, I as that's information? I don't know what I'd what? say anyway, so I'll just play the stupid game and then when I lose I've got an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um 
8,000. 8,000. Mm-hmm. And Michael? $4,999.99. Down to the penny. Uh, I see what you did there. Um, question four. In what year was the first revolving restaurant built? Oh, um, I know this. We're back with Alex on this one. I bet you don't. Bad day. 1972. A crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime <laughs> they didn't commit. <laughs> Is that the correct year? Yeah. Or have you... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Michael? 1972.01%. Well, actually, so a revolving restaurant. So my interpretation of that is a restaurant that revolves. Uh, the, earth, the, earth, the earth revolves, so it's simply the first restaurant to ever be built on Earth. Um, so I will say... No. Um, technology, when was wheel invented? What, the... 1800s? No, so... ni- when the wheel. 19... Yeah. 1942 it was, the wheel. Oh, it's 1900s. Okay. Uh, 19... No. Yeah, yeah. 1903. 1903. Is um... there anything that's significant that happened in 1904? Yeah. What World's was that? Second... World's, World's first revolving restaurant was built. <laughs> <laughs> is that your answer Stuart no, no. <laughs> the second revolving restaurant um, yeah Stuart uh, sure, uh... 1957 1957 and finally number 5 I've written the word finally in the question so finally how many how many McDonald's Subway and Starbucks locations are there worldwide fucking hell mate bear Come locations on. Yeah, uh, okay, mate. <laughs> We're back to Starbucks sub of oh, Subway as well, fucking hell. McDonald's Subway and Starbucks. Uh, one uh, nine hundred uh, one million uh, one million and twenty-seven thousand and sixty-two. Okay. Okay. I'd love to see the math behind that one, Stuart. I'm going to go for one hundred and thirty-three thousand. <laughs> just, just, just the, uh, just the nine hundred thousand different there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, would you like to drop another nine hundred thousand on that as well? Take, um, us, take us into the negatives. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred and ninety thousand. Split the difference. Five. Correct. Good. Clever. Good. Bloody knew it would. Everyone. Everyone. Right. Let's do some answers then. <clears throat> Did you find well, the first that- one yet? No, no. 
um, but I have found close enough to know who the winner is. Um, okay. the, the the top ten restaurants have 119 um, combined, and the, like number ten has only three, so it's not going to go much higher than that. Um, so the winner on that one would be Stuart with his beautifully played six six. <laughs> yeah, sorry, what, damn it. The top ten restaurants, did you say? The top ten, sorry, the top ten countries. Top ten countries have 119 rest, uh, three Michelin star. Restaurants. Oh, wow. That's all close. Sort of, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were still second. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, basically, what? If I'm like, if I'm like one to 200 out, I mean, look how far out I am on the last question. So, well, or, or are you? You might be dead on, Michael. Let's get there. Let's wait until we get there. Um, yeah, any, any guesses who has the most out of uh, which country has the most Michelin stars? United States of America. No, uh, France, Japan, France, France with uh, twenty-seven leads the way. Um, on this oh. is just three. This is just three stars. Um, second is Japan. Uh, with uh, I with, did uh, hear that I just said that. Did just, you hear that I said? That. I mean, I don't know whether you heard that I said I got the actual answer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I got second. Oh yeah, twice. Well done. Twice. Um, and USA in third with 15. Um, question two. The Fortress Stilt Fisherman Indulgence Dessert will set you back $14,500. It features an Italian cassata, or cassata, I don't know how you pronounce that, flavoured uh, flavored with Irish cream, served with a pomegranate and mango compote with a champagne sabillon base and a handcrafted chocolate fisherman. Plus an 80 carat aquamarine gem. So you get a huge fucking gem in there as well, which. Yeah. Uh, question three. Uh, who, the who average... won that one, sir? Oh, sorry, Stuart won that one with 3,700. was the closest. Uh, question three. The average household or person didn't really specify, I don't know. Uh, $3,365. So MJ wins that with his undercutting Stuart by a penny. Um, it works out at roughly $280 per month, and based on a suggested average of 18 per, uh, 18.2 meals per month outside of the home, this gives an average of $15 per meal, which is why I think it must be per person, but rather than... I yeah, should, it must be. I should say, the actual answer that I wrote down, had I not have undercut Stuart, was 2640 So... Sort of still would have even won with my real guess. Cool story. Yeah, um, question, question, question four. I'm glad we're going to win the podcast uh, awards with this. Um, the first revolving yeah. restaurant was not built in, built in 1903. Um, it was 1959. <laughs> oh, oh, such a prick. Look at him. <laughs> eh, I know things and whatnot. When was the wheel invented, Michael? It was a good impression, though. <laughs> Um, it was located in the oh, fuck me that Florian Florian Term TV Tower in Dortmund, Germany. Um, I think it's closed now. It's, it's a bit Google's a bit sketchy on that, but I think I don't think it's there anymore. But anyway, that was the first one ever. Um, finally, combined <coughs> McDonald's, Subway, Starbucks, one hundred and eight thousand five hundred and four. 
um, which is actually just a little less than the number of dicks your mum has taken. Um, oh. It's yeah, <laughs> um, that's broken down as thirty-seven thousand eight hundred and fifty-five McDonald's, forty-two thousand four hundred and thirty-one Subways, and twenty-eight thousand two hundred and eighteen Starbucks. So who was close? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, that was you. That was you, Stuart. Ah, yes, that was you. Ah. There's only thirty-seven thousand McDonald's. Yes, that about seems really low. Of, yeah, about half of them are in Aylesbury. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, the, the other half of the rest of the world. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Math is fun. <laughs> so, Stuart, he said at the beginning he was coming for his title. And he came hard. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Four uh, out of five. I'm writing it. That's one of the one of the best uh, results we've ever had. Well if you're gonna if you're gonna make a comeback, make it make it impressive. It's just a shame Come... that it wasn't a clean victory, eh? <laughs> Neither a clean sweep nor no cheating. But I guess you can aim for that one day. Maybe you'll get it. <laughs> it's not a trick, is it? Knowledge. Come on. Sorry, when did he cheat, Michael? That was just all the undercutting nonsense. Didn't you undercut him once? I did, but so, I'm not claiming to have not cheated, and I'm not and, not proud that I've done so. <laughs> you are a little bit proud. Come on, let's move on. Um, Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Way! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash foodreviewuk. Help us get Gossie some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. Tonight's, tonight's subject is all about dining out. So, boys. Hang on, I thought mm-hmm. you said eat, I thought you said eating out. Yep. I have prepared <laughs> for an entirely different conversation. <laughs> so did I. Remember that poster with the two white slots? <laughs> Turns out you, you should not have that plugged in. Oh. I found out the hard way. <laughs> oh. oh, intricacies. Um, Life. What, it, 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 easy one. What's the best dining experience you've ever had? And indeed, the worst. Um, let's go to our guest, Mr. Alex Ansira. Oh, can you? That's weird. Can you? What, what's, what's, what's your What's your favorite? Well, what's I your... had a. I kind of have a bad memory for these things. I had to lean on my wife to. Uh... Oh, pull it. Yeah, it should be all right though. Mm. She has strong shoulders. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I had to. I had to ask her, like, you know, what are some of the best dining experiences we had? Because I have a bad memory for this shit. So. Um, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. By the way, what's your mom's name? You know, <laughs> bad, bad memory. Um, no, but recently, I have to say one of the best meals and best dining experiences I had was in uh, the island of Curacao. We went there last year for a friend's uh, 40th birthday party. We went to a place called Come and had a chorizo risotto that brought a tear to my eye. And the, the service was phenomenal. We got a, you know, like a private room because there was a bunch of us. And, you know, the drinks were flowing. The wine was flowing. And, um, you know, there were like three or four of us just, I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I saw a comment on, on, the, on your Instagram 
um, asking for questions, and like three or four of us were sharing plates. And I saw somebody on your Instagram <laughs> comment that it, that's the equivalent of watching somebody fuck your wife. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't go that far, but I kind of see where they're coming from with that. Now, how do you guys feel about sharing plates? Mm. Like top yeah, of style. Um, as long as it's been prearranged, I'm okay with it. But I, per- I would probably only do that at Tapper's place. Yeah, yeah. And, and only if the plate is is segregated into someone else's food and my food. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of it particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But 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 I'm guessing that you you are from that experience. I don't mind, especially if it's you know with. Uh, either family or like close friend, like super close friends. I'll do that with, and just mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, let me get a bite of that," which is like really, <laughs> it's really bad. But straight um, off their foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, just throw it in my face. That's all I care about. I'll get the residual food. Um, yeah. So that that's one of my favorites. But I, I wound up thinking about like a bunch of different ones, and they're all in different cities. But uh, Nate, uh, one one of my favorite places to take you. Um, for brunch is a place called Tweet in the city of mm. Chicago, and that it has a fantastic, fantastic atmosphere, great service, and just phenomenal food. Uh, yeah, t- Tweet in uh, that's downtown Chicago, right? That's where that's- it's yeah, it's like on the north side of Chicago yeah. or north side of downtown. But um, yeah, and all the servers flirt with you, even though they're the same sex. So it's great. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, thanks. Very. Yeah, very kitsch, very um, yeah, just a very, a very unique restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. But like you say, great food, great service, reasonably priced. Like there's there's nothing bad about about the place, mm-hmm. um, and uh, just a fun environment. And uh, yeah, in fact, I, I hadn't even considered that, but I, I would I would throw that in because not only is the place cool, but obviously from my own personal perspective, to spend it with you and and the other bingers, the, the two times that we went there. Um, as a as an experience, as a whole experience, not just the actual restaurant. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, tweet tweet was uh, fantastic. Uh, a couple other highlights. I won't talk too much about them. Uh, best wings I ever had was in New Jersey. Our friend uh, Pete uh, took us to one of his favorite places, and it's literally the best wings I ever had. A place called Sharky's. Sharky's. Yep. Um, last year went to Charleston, South Carolina, in the south. I uh, had a place that, uh, what is it called? Leon's Oyster Shop. They do a frozen gin and tonic and had some uh, great salads and the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Um, had turtle soup in New Orleans, wow. which was uh, which was a little weird because they just hollow out the turtle shell right in front of your face. Ooh. They don't do that. Oh, they, they don't do that. <laughs> I'm just <Ooh>. kidding. <laughs> they just do it behind you. It'd be a lot cooler if they did, though. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, lastly, there's a place in uh, in Kansas City. It's a barbecue that's set. It's a barbecue restaurant inside of a gas station, oh, and yes. the barbecue is fucking phenomenal. Oh. But it's just weird, like s- standing in a line and people are like, "Let me get twenty dollars on five and a pint of lager." You're like, "What?" Because <laughs> like, because the, the gas station has like a a tap system, a draft system. That's either common in America or I've seen that on diners, drive thins, and dives. Yeah, that is not common here. Oh, okay. I might have seen that. Yeah, you probably saw it on the old Triple D. Triple <laughs> D. I like to call it that, yeah. I got I shit to do. I like to shorten things. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Why not 3D? Oh come on now! It's too, <laughs> too far. It's too far. Um, what about worse? Have you got any any bad experiences? <sighs> Nothing like overtly bad. Uh, mostly just you know, just like if you get shitty service, like the server's not listening to you or they forget stuff, but nothing like overtly bad. Mm-hmm. But I do, I will have to say, like, my, one of my favorite things, um, is if there's a couple fighting next to you, it's one of my favorite things <laughs> in the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely love it. Like, me and my wife don't even talk to each other, we're just sitting there listening, and then they leave, <laughs> and you're like, okay, what info did you get? <laughs> <laughs> We um we were in New York City uh, visiting friends, and it was Valentine's Day, Valentine's night, and it was about 1 o'clock in the morning, and we're all sitting there having drinks in this bar, and there was a couple breaking up right next to us, and they were both, like, early 20s, just, like, cause, you know, everything's, like, overly emotional when you're in your early 20s. These people are crying their eyes out. It was the greatest thing. Oh, man, amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then they wound up leaving. <laughs> My wife's like, what do you think they're going to do? I'm like, probably go home and bang one more time and then regret <laughs> it in the morning. What else do you do in your early 20s? I, uh, on, on, a similar, um, on a similar vein to that, but the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, one of my favorite experiences, actually, there was someone sat behind Laura. It was a couple. And he must have been about 60, and she must have been about 19. And it couldn't have been clearer that he'd taken a prostitute out for dinner. <laughs> like, there was absolutely no way that these two would be together in any, you know, <laughs> normal environment. And, yeah, they were barely talking. And you you could see that she was just just getting him for the money. That's um, and it was obvious that it wasn't like a father daughter or oh, father no, granddaughter. No. Yeah, I mean they were they weren't fucking. There was nothing quite so uh, obvious as that. But yeah, it definitely wasn't definitely wasn't a uh, a family relationship. Let's put it that way. It was there was definitely more to it. Than, well, I mean it could be. Oh, so that's how it is in their family. Yeah, <laughs> incest incest is best, as they say. Um, Judgmental. But yeah, so uh, yeah, some, sometimes the uh, the people watching in a restaurant can be just as good. Um, Stuart, Michael, best besties and worsties. Um, to this is difficult to say. I've had some really really nice dining experiences. I had I had a great deal of lovely dining experiences on my honeymoon, but a lot of them blend into one. Um, you know, blend into just a whole a whole like kind of three weeks of incredible food. Um, I would say in recent years, one of the best dining experiences I had was in a uh, restaurant in Bilbao called Ag- Ag- Agape, Agape, A-G-A-P-E. I don't know how you pronounce don't, it. Don't, don't uh, Google it. Weird name. Yeah, <laughs> well, thanks, Nathan. Um, <laughs> but it was, they do these kind of menu del dia in Bilbao. Um, so it was a you know a set menu. You only really get a choice of three starters, three mains. I can't even remember what I had. I think I had something with fish. <laughs> but it was incredible. Um, and you got like a, a, a litre of wine. And it all the entire thing for three of us uh, came to about 30 euros. Um, and we came out stuffed, delicious food. Bit drunk. Um, at lunchtime, which, which is great. Um, the other one that springs to mind is a meal out for my 21st birthday. 12th of July, 1999. 
It was the day I graduated from university, and it was also my wow. 21st birthday. Big family meal in a Chinese. Uh, it was the first time I'd ever had like a Chinese banquet. First time I believe I ever had crispy duck. Wow. Uh, so that wow. was that was pretty pretty memorable because at the time it was just absolutely mind blowing. Um, you know, I don't know whether life, you've ever had life it. Life changing. At big time. I don't know whether you've ever had it in the restaurant where they bring the entire duck out, shred, oh. shred it with the fork at the table. And, yes. Yeah, just just th- theatrical dining. Um, it's, it's a little bit awkward, I find. Like, especially if you're with... If it's just the two of you, not so much maybe, but if there's like a group of you and they're doing it, do you find the table goes silent? Oh, yeah. Like you just... You just sat there almost awkwardly waiting for them to leave. Sit and watch the man shred the duck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also worth mentioning that, that the Chinese restaurant where we went for my 21st was on a mezzanine level above a car garage. Um, so there was, it was basically on the balcony above the, uh, the car showroom, which I believe mm-hmm. at the time was Renault. So, <laughs> <there you go. laughs> Weird setup. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like, holy shit! Like very odd. Like you were on you. There was the the you could see down into the cars from the from the restaurant. It was very odd indeed. Yeah, but cool. Our viewers come for the food; they stay for the facts. Correct. <laughs> um, uh, I've got no idea worst? about worst Burger King, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had Michael. Um, best, uh, several spring to mind, I guess, so, I guess most recently, um, I, I should mention as well, there's definitely Mark's, uh, best, um, my most recent meal out was with Stuart. Correct. Oh. Probably the yeah. best. Yeah, probably right. your best, yeah. Yeah, and, and his wife, and, uh, we had, uh, breakfast at the works. We did. Just after Michael. Very enjoyable. Michael narrowly avoided being murdered yeah I won't talk about that so much um <laughs> don't don't actually want to talk about that publicly um yeah so I went to a Michelin star restaurant for the first time last year did you you didn't that mention was it was incredible nah. weird because I don't think I even did mention it that much um that was really enjoyable just a very much a an intense experience and the food was amazing and it was like so expensive that you got a free course like yeah just a different world so that's definitely up there what was the um, course half what was the course yeah like a like some kind of training or... oh sorry it was um accounting diy bookkeeping oh right <laughs> right okay okay and i actually answered it I'm sorry, I'm sorry. um <laughs> Uh, I have to mention it may not be like the most amazing of places but just experience as a whole uh, I find that generally my mood in in generally my mood in general (laughs) generally my mood in (laughs) fucking hell don't keep saying it Uh, uh, my mood in general is elevated when I'm in America Um, I guess I'm not really happier than when I'm watching brand new Marvel movies or um, just it, on holiday in Florida, basically. That's when I'm. That's when I'm at my happiest. You used to, you could used to be able to add to that list reading brand new issues of Invincible, but that got cancelled. Um, and <laughs> BJ's Brew House. Sorry, salty. So, so. Well, 
Speaking of BJ's salty, brew... BJ's Brewhouse. <laughs> BJ, BJ's Brewhouse. Um, was, I've been there a few times now, but I guess the most recent time I went... Uh, well, no, the first time I went was with Claire. It was on our honeymoon, so that was incredible, and that was special. However, I did... We were exploring it for the first time, so we didn't know the lay of the land, and I... I don't think you can say I misordered because I specifically ordered a lighter dish for my main course, which was salmon and like asparagus and like, um, yeah, it was it was like decent. It was decent, but it's not really an MJ dish. Uh, so this time, uh, it was just just incredible. Second time went incredible. We knew what we were doing. It was like refillable, amazing sodas like orange cream soda. Um, I had like a French dip sandwich, and then for dessert. Uh, I couldn't decide which cookie dough to order, so I wanted to order the triplet, the the triple uh, cookie. You get three mini cookie doughs. I think they're called um, pizzukies, Michael. Pizzukies, the three mini pizzukies. So I said, yeah, I have the three mini pizzukies. Uh, but the waiter said, oh, it's actually cheaper if you just get the full size ones because it's happy hour. So just get four of them and it'll be cheaper. So I was like, oh. Okay, we'll just get four full-size fucking pizza cookies, and so we did that. Uh, it's just like mind-blowing. If you so, yeah, enjoyed those are the ones. If you enjoyed Michael's BJ's Brewhouse pizza cookie story, why not <laughs> listen to it again on on the previous podcast episodes where he's told that story? <laughs> or watch Finland, the watch the video. Finland, the <laughs> yeah, was it, was it episode? Was it the uh, Finland episode that? Uh... Yeah, uh, I think it was America. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you could listen to that one, because it's possibly our least listened to uh, episode <laughs> of the time, so it needs a little bit of a help up that one. Good, bless good, its heart. Good, good trailer, Michael. <laughs> Joking about, you can actually watch that happen as well, though. Uh, if you search on the life of Michael Jameson, it's. I'll double check which episode it is, yeah. but yeah, watch them all and you'll find it. Um, <laughs> as for, I, I think those stick in my mind as the best. As for worst, I'll try and think of other bests, but as for worst, uh, haven't actually had that many bad experiences. Um, I will just highlight another story that I've told, that I've definitely told on the podcast before, which is that time when I was a fussy eating child, and I just wanted a, a jacket of potato with butter, and then they oh, came out and it had... This... <laughs> uh, it came out and it was covered in cheese. So it was like, oh, you're... <laughs> She was like, oh, oh, how lucky you've got cheese. And it's like, but I don't like cheese. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't lucky. It's incredibly unlucky. Um, and also, not to my instruction, the, the, the dish does not match my specifications. Take it away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, poor, poor Michael with his too much cheese on his jacket potato. <laughs> Just filled with fucking first world problems tonight, mate. Filled with them. Um, <clears throat> my best, absolute, absolute best meal I've probably ever had was at the Oxo Tower uh, for my wife's thirtieth uh, birthday. I can't remember the exact dishes I had, but I do remember that the the main had um, it was a trio of of pork. There was pork mm. cheek, there was pork belly, oh, and there was pork th- cheek is and- so good. Yeah, isn't it? And there, there was there was another there was a third pork pork in there, but I can't remember what, what form that came in. But overall, it was just a fantastic meal, lovely setting, obviously great view of London. Um, expensive, but you know she you know it was her thirtieth, she deserves it. Bless her heart. Um, 
Yeah, no. Um, along the same lines, the uh, did a Thames riverboat cruise again. Very, yeah, very good uh, food. Very good views of men with prostitutes. That's a good theme here. Yeah, exactly. Um, as for other sort of less revered places, uh, Danico's is that the right? Is that, am I saying the right place, uh, Alex? Oh, the pizza place. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, might not sound like much. It was just a, a small pizza joint in Chicago. However, it changed my adult life because it made me remember how good pizza can be mm-hmm. and not the shit that we get in this country. Um, a, lot of, just... a lot of cheese, though, Michael. A lot of cheese on uh, <laughs> pizza. Oh, I love cheese now. <laughs> <laughs> You've grown so much. I'm so proud of you. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing amounts of cheese, and that and that was one of the key key components that uh, reminded me just how good pizza could be. Obviously, I should mention Giordano's as well. However, I didn't technically eat that out. Uh, so, so <laughs> great. By the way, you ate it though. It like, <laughs> fucking sure did look like it. Yeah, and you can see and you can see that video on uh, Food Review UK. So great are the quantities and volumes of cheese that MJ loves now that he is walking the halls and people look at him and they point at him and they will yell at the top of their lungs the dairyman the dairyman the dairyman and MJ will nod with a sense of pride what is he doing <laughs> Stuart. Is that Can part of the Game of Thrones season 8 <laughs> teaser? Because it sure did sound like it to my American ears. Gouda is coming. Um, yeah, Stuart, can, can that entire soliloquy be the uh, title? Be the, be the title. Co- yeah, correct. Do you want to mark the time down? It's, it's, yeah, it's what, yeah, yeah, one minute eight. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put, yeah. yeah. yeah please do. The dairy. The, in- the entire <laughs> soliloquy. Uh, yeah brilliant Um, slightly weirder choices here uh, McDonald's HQ obviously it's not technically you know a proper dining out experience but just the just the experience of of eating in the headquarters of one of the biggest uh, restaurants brands in the in the in the world if not the um, with Michael and David Goss, and, that was and Burger Lab. I don't know about you, Nate. And Burger Lab. Yeah, we probably won't get invited this time round, though. Not one of the, not the leading anyone. Well, you don't need to. <laughs> um, and finally, and this is going to sound weird, Applebee's. Applebee's in Orlando because I. It was the first place that Laura ate in. America, oh, and yeah. and it as obviously Applebee's is just you know just a, a very average place to eat in America, probably below average I imagine if you live in America it's probably looked down upon it wouldn't surprise me. What is it? However, I don't know, Alex. You're, <laughs> you're American. Yeah, but I I tend to dislike chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I mean it is something. It, it is a place that you know people go like on a Friday night and they're like we're gonna get some. Apps and five dollar <laughs> martinis or whatever the fuck. It's just it annoys me. What do what do they sell? What what kind of food? I uh, like bar food, just typical bar food, burgers, right. uh, quesadillas, yeah. things like that. All right, it's, right. it's wings. Yeah, it, 
I, I've always I have always equated it to sort of like a It's like a Hooters uh, without the boobies. Well depending on who works, yes. Yeah. Right. Um I um, oh, you could probably just add to the list any fucking time I've ever eaten out in America because it's just so good. Like Alex, you're coming yeah. to the UK soon, right? Uh next week. I'm kidding. Um hopefully <laughs> next year. <laughs> um hopefully hopefully next year. It just like you, I don't think you realise how substandard are the majority <laughs> of our restaurants are. I mean, obviously you will eat well because we'll give you recommendations and whatnot. Yeah. But we've done combined we'll nearly a hundred years of research for you, so <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> we've eaten a lot of shit in that time. Yeah, don't don't eat some. If you if you see a joint and you think, oh, it's quite mm. cool, let's go in there. Don't just don't. <laughs> okay, yeah. check first. Ask first. If in oh. doubt, yeah. don't eat out. Like, <laughs> not, not something no. I abide by. And that's, yeah. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do. I do understand that. I'm, I'm especially watching Nate cry after every meal in, in the city of Chicago about how good the food is I, I do realize I'm pretty lucky as far as not only not only being in America and having a bunch of like really good options but being in the city of Chicago and having you know just amazing mm. options too the, the probably one of the food capitals of the world isn't it in my eyes yeah yeah um it's probably good news for you as well because it means you don't have to take me anywhere good. You can just take me to substandard places and I'll still be fucking happy. You yeah, can, well, fuck, now you tell me. <laughs> After two years. God damn it. <laughs> I wasted my good stuff on you. Um, as for my worst, yeah, I can't think of too much in terms of the actual food itself, but the worst probably experience I had um, was purely down to service and it was for my uh, brother-in-law's, I think it was his 30th birthday and he took us all out to an Indian restaurant. And there must have been about twenty. Must have been about twenty of us. And obviously, as most people know, a lot of Indian restaurants they don't necessarily cater well to larger crowds than about ten, which meant that we're all sat around the restaurant in different spaces, meaning it was pointless us being there in the same time. Um, one table got to eat first, like about literally about forty-five minutes earlier than the rest of us. It took some of us an hour and a half to get any food whatsoever. Jeez. Wow. One woman was, and it should be noted, she was pregnant at the time. One woman was served basically a dish that contained frozen chicken. And oh. when she sent it back, it came back, and it was only moderately warmer than the first time she'd had it. Um, and, yeah, all round was just an absolute shit show. There was, I think there was more to it than that. But, yeah, it was just absolutely just an awful... We were in there for about three hours in total, which is fine when you're, when you're dining out <laughs> and you're having a great great time with your friends and having mm -hmm. a having a having a ball great but when it's down to purely bad service it was fucking awful awful go on, go, go on Nate name and shame who picked the restaurant uh, it was uh, oh, I assume it was himself I think it was uh, Luke himself the restaurant is no longer there surprisingly it was called Ocean Village it was awful fucking awful move, we had to let him go in the end <laughs> um, yeah, um, service that we got, terrible dining experience at, um, is it Bluegrass? Oh yeah. When, well, it was, it was, it was fine until the end, wasn't it? I yeah. thought it was, it was, yeah. 
It was only the bit where we had to give over our money where they disappeared. Yeah, yeah. It was very odd. It was just one of the... Not the worst standing experience, one of the oddest standing experiences where, yeah, they just... They, they seemed to shut the entire restaurant but forgot we were there and then... <laughs> um, it was really weird. Yeah, that was a bit strange. Yeah. A good anyway. evening. It was. But a great evening. Yeah, yeah. Apart from Michael, but yeah. <coughs> the glue, um, the glue of love that mm, binds us all together. Certainly very <laughs> sticky. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Alex has actually alluded it to uh, alluded to it there. Chain restaurants. What are our feelings on chain restaurants as, as a whole? I appreciate that some are better than others, but mm-hmm. um, do we do we find them uh, substandard because they don't hold themselves to the same standards that a uh, that a, a, a one sh- uh, one stop place would do? Or I, t- I tend to you know I tend to go to, I'll go to a chain restaurant and sometimes I'll even quite like but. Uh, they very rarely hold my attention for more than a couple of visits. Like, um, what's the um, the South American Los Iguanas? When Los mm-hmm. Igua- when Los Iguanas first started, I think we went three or four times and and really quite enjoyed it. But I haven't been to a Los Iguanas for for years because I think uh, I don't know whether it's just just me or just us. You tend to want to go to new places and do new things, and when you know that something's always going to be there. It, mm. it loses its appeal, you know. Mm. It's you know treating me and treat treating me and keep them keen, and I think that it, it's kind of that way with restaurants for me. So I'll go to you, new places. In that scenario, are you the one treating them mean, or is it? I think it's like Gra- it, it's is, did blue. Did bluegrass keep you keen by treating you mean? It's mutual. It's mutual. I think that what 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 we're doing is both treating each other very very poorly, and and and, and everyone comes out as as the loser in some way. But you it's get a to toxic take toxic relationship. It is, yeah. But you take the moral high ground, don't you? Because you feel you're in control of it. When in actual fact, in actual fact, that it's just uh, it's just bad for everyone. But anyway, don't know where we're going with that metaphor. And we're back to 69s. Michael. Finally. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can like them. I love a few of them. Quite a lot love Wagamama. Ziz. Um, Love the the chicken katsu. Um, Nando's is alright. Five Guys is obviously fucking fantastic. Yeah, correct. (laughs) Yep. Um, what's my other sort of favourite? Um, I really love Prezzo. Pretzel. Uh, is quite like asks. Um, <laughs> asks is. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's most of the big ones, isn't it? Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. Um, I, I I would say that as someone who lives in Aylesbury, I don't have a colossal amount of options. Not a huge amount, so you tend to gravitate towards the same stuff, and that does include some chain restaurants. This 
country loves an Italian um, chain restaurant? Zizi, Bella Pasta, Pizza, Bella Italia. Be- <laughs> Ask. Pizza asks is. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you just and they're all loads and they're all the same. They're all the fucking same. Like, yeah. there's, there's not one that sets itself. I'd say the only one that I would I would really don't like is Ask. Never been. The rest of them are, are fine. Never but they all just they just bleed into one. It's all just the same thing. Same fucking pasta dishes, same fucking calzones. Uh, nice pizzas. Presently yeah. nice pizzas. They put rosemary chicken. You ask for extra mozzarella, you get extra mozzarella. I've not eaten wow. there in a while to be fair. Look at you asking for extra cheese as well. <laughs> not, not this is not extra thing. cheese, send it back. <laughs> and where's my Jackie potato while you're out there? <laughs> um yeah, so um, so you're not a fan either, Alex. I'll take it brand of uh, chain restaurants. Um, typically no, but the thing is, this country is so huge um, that there are, there are regional chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of have like your national chain restaurants that you know I will go to, like a Cheesecake Factory, uh-huh. you know, or like a Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Those are all over the place. But as far as like fast food, because um, I, I, like burgers are like one of my favorite meals ever. Uh, like on the West Coast, they have In and Out. Um, you, you can't get that here. The In-N-Out burgers are really good. And there's um, a chain called uh, Whataburger in the South, and it's just it's the beef is just fantastic. Wow. So I, I won't typically go to like an Applebee's or like a TGI Fridays, but um, just because I think the food is is just shit. <laughs> um, but I will go to you know like a like a chain burger restaurant. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, Five Guys. That's that, I like Five Guys. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm. Correct. Yeah, T- TGI's I think might slip drugs into my food because I love TGI's. Any any suggestion mm-hmm. of going to TGI's, I will jump at the chance. Yeah. And yeah. Every time I leave, I walk go walk away, and Laura will be like, "Did you enjoy your food?" And I'm like, "Uh, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Uh, yeah. But then, but then I know that in, if someone suggests to go there a week later, I'll be jumping at the chance to do it. It's, it's, <laughs> so yeah, I, I do feel they've got some sort of either, either they slip drugs into my f- mm-hmm. food or there's some sort of beaten dog syndrome there. But it's just um, yeah, I just I just feel I mean, chain restaurants we do tend to eat at quite a lot because of the convenience, just because they right. are ever present and on the high street. But absolutely, just just their their standards are usually quite poor even though they're presumably franchised or something similar and, and should have some sort of guidelines to, to hold each restaurant to but yeah um, yeah yeah it's like the bigger the franchise the more they expand like the less the quality goes down the standards go down mm. which uh interesting fact the whataburger website is not accessible from the uk sweet damn do you remember um speaking trump of- really did build that wall <laughs> i think he was going that way though <laughs> I was going south, Alex saying there about the bigger the gap. Do you, uh, Alex won't know this, but have you guys come across Barbarito? Yeah. Um, so, Bar- no, you're not familiar, Nate. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, when Barbar, about maybe ten, twelve years ago, when Barbarito first opened in Manchester, it was absolutely astonishing. It was like my absolute go-to every Sunday when I used to go into Manchester to play Hero Clicks. I used to go for a Barbarito and. Then it expanded, and they got more and more locations. I don't know whether Manchester City Centre was the first, but as it expanded, the choices went down, the portion size went down, and I just like I've not been to a Barbarito for ten years, and I used to go weekly. 
um, just an absolute example of a of a place expanding and going down the toilet. Um, Is that the subway like place? Basically, basically, yeah. So yeah. you would you would choose you would choose your um, your main filling whether you want which type of beans you wanted, and then yeah, they would build it in front of you, kind of conveyor belt style like a subway, but they nice. were really good. Do you guys have Chipotle? No. Yes. Yeah, because that, that, that's we? familiar to... Uh, yeah, I think there's yeah. one branch. Oh, we, we, there's more than that. Yeah, they kind of do that when they build your burrito. They have the different stations. Right. The, yeah. the, the subway of, of burritos. Yeah. I've heard um, about Chipotle. Like, it's it's a pretty, like, pretty ubiquitous American chain restaurant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think McDonald's holds them, actually. Really? Yeah. That is oh. true. That is true. Heard that myself. Um, coming back to, uh, I think it's roughly speaking, a, a point that uh, Stuart made. Given that you're paying at a restaurant, um, does that affect your choices of, of what you eat? Do you do you find that you, if, you, if you're if you a restaurant you've eaten before, did you find that you just pick the same thing all the time or is it are you more adventurous because you're out and about and you're, you're trying new things or you know actually let's, let's flip the question a little bit let's say you go to a new restaurant and it has dishes on there that you're um, more familiar with or dishes that you've never tried and no one's ever recommended what are you more likely to gravitate t- towards because at the end of the day you are paying so do you want that mm. almost hopefully guaranteed good experience or do you want to go oh shit that's something new i want to sort of broaden my horizons 75% of the time I um and ah over the menu and I flip flop backwards and forwards and then just get the burger <laughs> <laughs> and and sometimes they're not even selling a burger which is <laughs> no make me a burger uh, sir this is a seafood restaurant you heard me <laughs> just put it in between some bread um yeah see I I, I, I like to yeah I, I, I like to try and very much like you, like you should, I think I think it depends on what type of restaurant I'm in. Yeah. If it's if it's sort of a very generic restaurant that does a lot of different sort of not cuisines but sort of is a very general restaurant, I should say that is ultimately I keep my I keep gravitating back to the burger and thinking no I can't have the burger I need to show that I'm a more adventurous diner than this I can't just fall into the same trap of being white man eats burger um, <laughs> news at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then I just look at it and go, oh, but it does have two layers of cheese. Maybe I should, maybe I should go for it. Um, Alex, you, I imagine you're quite an adventurous kind of guy. Um, I, I, over the last probably ten years, I've become more and more adventurous. Uh, the first time I had sushi was when I started dating my wife about seven years ago. I went to a local sushi shop. And we sat at the, I don't know, at the bar, you know, where, where they cook everything. Um, I guess they don't cook everything, but they prepare everything. And, uh, <laughs> you know, my wife told the chef, you know, this is his first time having sushi. And he just, he gave me roll after roll after roll. And then he told us later, he's like, I give you some, you know, not even introductory stuff. And, like, you seem to handle it pretty well. Um, so with sushi, I, I'll, I'll do a, I'll go a little bit more adventurous. Uh, if I've, you know, if if we're going out on a Friday night and we're just going to a local restaurant, we have quite a few in the town I live in. Uh, and <laughs> humble brag, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, you know, I'll, I'll typically go with 
you know, like a either a red meat meal or a chicken meal. Uh, I, I tend to stick to that pretty much. But you know, when it comes to appetizers, I do like shrimp or you know, like a plate of mussels is uh, pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, so what do you do when you go to a new spud you like? What do, <laughs> what do you do these? What do you do these days? Um, so just to clarify. Um, sort of, I suppose, I don't know if this is like confession time, if you want to like simulate the two boxes Catholic thing. Um, when you are asking, <laughs> sorry, what? there were you sit in the box, and like, yeah. forgive me, Father, I have sinned. Um, so forgive me, Nate, I've sinned. Um, when you were, when you were sort of pitching the question. I was slightly no, slightly distracted by looking at the menu and possible fillings for the burritos at Chipotle on their <laughs> website, um, and it looked really nice. So I did miss the question. Uh, unfortunately, I've not quite been able to piece together what the question was from All the right. answer. Right. Okay. When... No, no one tell him. No one tell him. I could rephrase oh. it for him. No, no, no. I just want to, I want him to answer the question. Okay, so I I think the question was roughly along the lines of, when you go to restaurants and you're eating out, how adventurous are you, or do you normally get the dishes that you'd normally order? So I will I can say that I yeah, I think a lot of people are like this. They get there and they're like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna get something different this time, um, and they <laughs> like gravitate back towards the same dishes. Like a burger, um, say. <laughs> yeah. Has it got two slices of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, I, yeah, I think that might be the question. Yeah, I, I do a good mix. I like to try and sort of mix up a little bit. Um, but there are certain places where I will always get the same thing. Um Whenever I go to Wagamama, I will 100% always get the same thing. Um, when I go to Five Guys, I mix up a little bit. I'll tend to get slightly different toppings, but it'll usually be extra bacon, sometimes extra cheese, probably mayo, uh, and uh, probably my favourite is probably with lettuce and tomato in there as well now because I like <laughs> a classically dressed burger in that way. Um, I do go wild on the on the Coca-Cola freestyle machine. That's where I have Ooh. some fun. <laughs> I will say the, the one type of restaurant I do tend to be most adventurous at is an Indian restaurant because mm. I, I do I do tend to find although they've got their you know there's the staples of, of most um, Indian restaurants um, they, they each one does have specialty dishes yeah. that you probably won't yeah. find anywhere else or if you do it's going to be a real tough time finding them yeah. and so I see, see something and it, it might even sound like not particularly appealing but I think yeah, but I'm not going to get that anywhere else. Yeah, and then we I just had that mango mango korma when we went for that Indian year uh, or so. Ago. Yeah, the chicken tikka masala mango. Oh, was it? Yeah, fucking hell, that was weird, but delicious. I absolutely mm. loved it. Ridiculously sweet, but um, yeah. So that's that's probably the only place that I am genuinely adventurous most of the time and then I sort of even then I sort of mix it up and then the next time I go I'll, I'll try and have something that I'm familiar with so that I make sure that I've had a good time because that is the problem if you order something you might you might end up having the best dish the way I explain it to people is every every one of your favourite foods right now you tried 
for the first time once in your life. Like there was a time when you didn't know what it was all about. So always try new things because you never know. It could absolutely be the best thing that you've never had. Good. Gross. I wish I had a Gross. the more you know sounder <laughs> play after that. It was really it was really nice, Nate. Absolutely. Yeah. I've hope hopefully I've changed someone's life out there. Hopefully someone has a much better life now because of that PSO. Um Eating protocol. Now again, Alex kind of touched on this with the with the arguing people. But what what things do people do in restaurants in particular? Whether it's the staff, whether it's other guests that either you know, mm. generally mm. speaking, that you would find unforgivable. Um, Alex, I'll go to you first. Well, I'm a huge fan of breakfast. Uh, I love going to a uh, we call them greasy spoons. Also do uh, love. Lo- oh, okay. Love going to greasy spoons. Um, love a diner. My biggest pet peeve with breakfast is when they bring, you know, little packets of butter. Like, sometimes mm. they're on the table already, but if they bring it from the fridge to the table, how the hell am I going to spread that on my toast? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll yeah. typically take a couple of the packages of butter, put it under the dish, let it warm up a little bit, then you, you got, got a nice it. melted butter. You got it. Stick I'll it under, sit your, on them. under your arm. Yeah, I'll oh, you sit it. on them. Yeah, sit, t- yeah, take it out of the foils and then sit on it. <laughs> it's easy to spread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, Stuart Michael, and any anything unforgivable? I mean, not not just staff, but you know, any any people sat at your table or sat at the table next year. Mm. Uh, for me, it's it does come down to staff, and it's. So I'm banging the same drum again. Right at the beginning of your meal, service staff are always incredibly attentive. It get it, and coming out when you get your food, is everything okay? And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. when you finish your meal, I don't get this. Uh, all of a sudden, their attention disappears when it's time to pay. Like I hate having to get someone's attention to ask for the bill. Like I just and and sometimes they walk like it happen and it happens so regularly that waiting staff will walk past you and you'll be kind of like super polite and super British and you just kind of oh 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 and no nothing and you have to sit there for for maybe upwards upwards of six or seven minutes longer than you'd like to to get to get the bill um, <laughs> get some my nerves. MJ I- just did the, uh, the 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 international sign language for there we go. It's, he's. I, I don't think I've ever seen that movement before. No. But he's sort of, he's holding up. I assume what is that? That's a pen, is that or? Is he yeah, wanking like a, a, yeah, pen, yeah, pen. Are you wanking someone? <laughs> <laughs> can I pay? A pen can, is. Can I pay for the bill in, using alternative methods? Is that what he's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you? His ass is already buttery. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's the left hand palm palm towards whoever you're indicating saying no i do not have any money and then the gentleman's pen in the right hand and saying can we sort this out you know like it's I'm a pretty it's pretty straightforward guys mono in mono um <laughs> um yeah I, one of the things uh, you, you've alluded to already is the the sharing of plates. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of you order. I tell you what, you order so and so, and I'll have a bit of it. 
No, you order what you fucking want and then you eat it. That's it's kind of unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know, it, yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Um, I equally am annoyed by stuff, uh, Stuart, that do not come and anything really. It doesn't. It, it, yeah, do not let you masturbate them for the for the meal. Um, <laughs> that don't clear away the plates that don't you know oh. especially especially when they bring something to you they'll bring like mm. a drink over and you've got clearly plates that you're finished with and they just leave them there and walk away. and it's like oh come on yeah like i don't want to i don't want to be pulling rank on this by any means but this is actually what you're paid to do please yeah. please take away the plates um i'm trying to think what else there's is there anything that other diners do that bug you guys? Rudeness. I hate rudeness. I, yeah, I hate rudeness. Yeah. Weirdly, given the rants we've just gone on. I do hate it when I see other, other customers being, like, openly rude to staff. Mm. Because, look, I get it. They're, not, they're, they're clearly not doing what you want them to do. But at the same time, treat them with a bit of humanity and decorum. Like, don't just, like scream in their face and yeah that, that, I'm not a fan of that um, I was this fucking close yesterday to having a go at someone I was in a, it, it wasn't a food establishment it was Argos um, <laughs> I went in to collect my Lego and some fucking scrango woman fucking scrango yeah I wanted to come up with a word that was really offensive but that doesn't currently exist um, so this scrango woman she was just looking all fucking scrango um, and she said it was something along the lines of I, I need I need your help I need your help but it was really it, it sounded so much ruder than that and so the, the attendant she was fucking basically screaming at this attendant to come over and he started to walk over and asked oh if I was any quicker if I'd arrived there maybe one second earlier I would have said, she means please, I need your help. Or something <laughs> like that. That's this fucking close. She, she wouldn't have been able to catch me there because she had crutches as well. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, and she'd, and she'd slipped on a wet floor and was, was shouting, I need your help because she couldn't get up. <laughs> oh, there was a puddle of blood or something. Good shit, what it was. But... Just rude. I don't um, see it that often in restaurants, to be fair. No. It does, every now and again, I'll, it, and it's people who I'm with, if someone who I'm with makes a fuss over the food not being just so. Because mm. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever had to send anything back in a restaurant. Sometimes food's just not not as great as you hoped it might be but I, I can't think I've ever sent anything back um, but I've been with people in restaurants that have sent things back and you think is it that bad can you not just yeah yeah I agree yeah. I, I do have a friend who is quite finicky with it I can't remember who it is or if they listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> So let's, think. Not, let's, let's, let's be safe then and not mention them. Yeah, uh, let me try. I'll try and obviously I won't mention either way, but I will try and ponder on it because there's someone that I've definitely been out to dinner with at least a few times, and I've always been like, there have been like minor issues, and I've been like, oh, like you probably don't need to mention that, but fine. Yeah, one of one of my brothers is a prick. <laughs> to, 
Well, both of my brothers are pricks, but one of them in particular is a prick to uh, to service people. And it, like every time you go to a restaurant with him, it, it's always something. So I we haven't gone out to eat in years because I just don't like the way he treats service people. Like he treats wow. them like shit, Holy and there's fuck. always an issue. Yeah, no, yeah. not not a fan of that. Because like I say, I mean, we we've moaned about some of the things that they do, but at the same time. We're all, you know, decent human beings that will just, like Stuart said, the three of us in particular, we're very British and we'll probably just mutter under our breath and then when they yeah. come over to the table you'll go, yeah, no, everything's fine. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, 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 just treat people nice at the end of the day. Yeah. It doesn't matter what environment. Just be an adult. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, regardless of what happens, like it's a tough fucking job mm-hmm. and it is hard when you're in that, not that I've had that job, but I've, yeah, I've worked in customer service. Like the amount of fucking uh, levity—is that the word? No. The amount of tolerance that you have to have to put yeah. up with yeah. shit after shit after shit. There's only so many. There's only a small handful of percentage of people in the world that can really put up with so much shit and and maintain uh, a certain level of quality throughout it all. So you know. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It's it's important to still be and give good service, but you know, they mm. get a lot of shit. But also recognises a customer that you know sometimes is outside of their control. Exactly. Um, That's exactly yeah. it. It's mis mis um misappropriation of criticism. Correct. I fucking hate that. Um, are you uh, one thing? Sort of, it's not not really a bad habit by any means, but uh, one of my favourite things is when you're in a restaurant, and you have been waiting a little while for your food, and you start playing the game of, well, they came in after us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on, we're, some, oh, we're, we're, we're still on our starter, and they've got their main course. What's going on here? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, oh, that kind brilliant. of brilliant observational uh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, and the other thing I'm not a huge fan of because I think it all just gets very messy is, and I get why people do it. So I'm not I'm not slagging off anyone that does do it. But if there's a big group of you and you get to the end of the meal and it comes to paying, warming up the bus. <laughs> yeah, warming up the bus. Um, <laughs> yeah, do it to your own, but not mine, please. Um, but paying paying for what I had. I want to pay for what I had. I'm sort of, I'm very much a guy. Oh, like, I'm very I... much a let's split it. Let's just split it evenly because unless unless one of you has had literally tap water and a salad, um, yeah, um, yep. You know, yeah, you might end up paying a couple of quid more or, or dollars in America. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just very much a let's just split it just evenly and just get on with our lives because the amount of time that we're going to spend here. Is going to outweigh the benefit of the, oh, the fire. Wow. Okay, I thought you were saying the opposite of what you're saying, and I was agreeing with you. No, I am not a fan of splitting it, and I am also uh, even worse is when it's decided at the end that it's being split or whatever, and it's like, well. No, like because I am one of the people that does order water as the drink, and then everyone else is having like four beers, and it's like, well, actually, mine was like fifteen quid, not the twenty-five that I'm now being yeah, roped that, in. That's legit. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so that makes fuck sense. You, Nate. Anyone who no, but in, like in circumstances like when you're out with a baby. Like you don't expect the baby to to split the bill with everyone, so Michael's point is valid. I know. Um, 
<laughs> I yeah. I, I, I do you know what? When I when we went out for breakfast last last weekend, we yeah last weekend. Um, one thing that I liked was when we went up to pay, the people at the works kind of took it out of our hands. Um, yeah. I was kind of taken aback because Michael went up first and essentially just paid for his share, what he'd had, but they administered it. Right. Which, yeah, which, they're really good. They yeah. tap it all off on their screen. Yeah. They've got the list and they tap it all yeah. off. They're really fucking yeah. smooth. So they did um, all they did all the admin, and I was kind of taken aback because um, it's probably worth mentioning that I was going to pay for your breakfast. <laughs> oh, but no, what, like, no, no. But I what, should pay for yours if anything. So, well, you didn't, and you weren't up first, so you can't say that you should have done because you didn't. <laughs> I was going to pay for your breakfast, but Michael literally went up and paid for his own. But uh, but they did all the admin, which is great. Yeah, I, I should clarify. It's not so much the fact that people want to pay for it. I do understand why. I'm not. I'm not sort of some sort of like monster that wants you to pay for someone else's food. It's just I have no time for sitting after a meal for twenty fucking minutes while everyone works out what they what they've eaten and what they've drunk and what it is. And then once everyone's paid, we're twenty one. We're, we're twenty pounds short. Oh, that. Not paid oh, that's, that's, yeah. that. That. that that only ever comes when it's when it, when when people yeah. work out what they want to what they want to pay. That that scenario only happens in that when everyone goes yeah. right. It's, it's X pounds each, and we're going to split it evenly. It doesn't happen. No, it's only when yeah. people go. That so that uh, that's why that's what I dislike about it. It's not so much mm-hmm. that people want to pay because yeah. that, that's totally valid. You've only ordered fifteen pounds worth of food. Why should you pay twenty five quid? I totally get that, especially if you're on yeah. a budget. I totally get right. it. I'm not trying to shit on people that do that. It's just the scenario itself. I'm just like yeah. I just don't have time. I, I don't have time for this. I just want to I'd <laughs> say that's dickheads because that's yeah. like Yeah, that's like like it will take me I'll already know how much I spent. Yeah. Like so it'll be like, okay, I, I spent this and, and even if I didn't even if I fucking didn't, it wouldn't take me forty-five minutes to pour over the fucking receipt. I keep a running total uh, as I'm going along. I, 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 I don't obs- I don't obsess over it. But if we go out for a big family meal, one of our problems is each family's got a different number of people in it. So, yeah. so there's there's fifteen of us, let's say. So, in my portion, I'm paying for me, Gemma Theo. Whereas for my sister, my sister-in-law, she's paying for her husband and their two kids. My my my, my brother-in-law up until recently didn't have any kids, so that it was just the two of them. So you kind of have to have to do it. But I keep a running total as I go along, and it, in, invariably there's twenty quid short at the end, and I and I generously round up. Like if something's five pound thirty, yeah. I'm totting up six quid in my head, and and I'm adding on a big tip at the end as well. You wouldn't understand that bit, Nate, but I'm adding on a nice fat tip at oh, the what? end. <laughs> exactly, and invent <laughs> like sitting there sucking on his pen, pretending he don't know what a tip is. And, I only take tips, I don't give them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and even though even though I, I have overestimated and added a tip on, we'll still be twenty quid down. Yeah, yeah, I hate and, that. And that oh. is my problem with oh. it. Oh, I forgot it. to add my drinks on. No, you didn't. You try to rip me off, you mug. Yeah. And yeah. what what hurts that and prolongs it a little bit more is that the people who do the people who did stiff up the more like you did the tip and that they've rounded up. They're like, 
there's a little bit of reluctance there because like well i've already fucking over why the fuck should i over yeah. even more and then even yeah. then it's like oh fuck it i'll put another fiver in just yeah. to get this yeah. shit over with i've been in a situation where i've 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 rounded up and tipped and it's come to it and we're down on the total and then so they've they've gone well let's all just put another couple of quid in and then i'm i'm looking at a pot that does not contain a tip when I know I've tipped, I'm literally paying. And I'll tell Fuck you what, one of the big human. problems is, it's people are drinking soft drinks who uh, who seem to conveniently forget that actually in a restaurant, your Coke is probably the same price as my beer. Yeah, yep. People that don't drink alcohol, they're the problem. That, it, uh, <laughs> any, any, any problem, any, any, yeah, question, any situation. Yeah. People that problem. don't drink alcohol, they're the problem. He's a selfish prick, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, Methodists. And to round out this discussion... <laughs> is it unforgivable to ask for a spoon in a Chinese restaurant? Depends how, no. how, how attractive the serving staff are. Um... <laughs> I think you ask for a knife and fork, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. Should 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 we just get on with the chopsticks? No, you don't. You don't chopstick. Sorry, if they were more fucking efficient, then maybe I would. It's a completely inefficient tool. So I've I've got a chopstick <laughs> anecdote. I was once told years ago that um, in China, the higher so it depends. The higher they are. She was holding up two pens and trying to pass them off as the higher a genuine the, the, Asian. Cutlery. The higher up the chopstick towards the the blunt end of the chopstick you hold them, the higher class you are. So I purposefully have taught myself to hold my chopsticks right at the end. So yeah, Michael's being common. So a common person holds the chopsticks <laughs> down here. No, a really I, high I class person. Just... A really high class person holds them right up there. So I have taught myself to. Right, um, what am I then? I'm living in the year three thousand here. Not much has changed, but the love and the water. Right. <laughs> for for the English so. listeners, busted reference. For Alex, Jonas Brothers reference. Oh, nice. Thanks. <laughs> Is that true? I, yeah, I, yeah. I John, John, Jonas Brothers covered Did it. They yeah. cover it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, straight up, man. No, n- n- yeah. I'm getting straight on you. No, no, I know you are. Podcast. How <laughs> how much do you hate the fact that you know both of those facts, Stuart? <laughs> I don't hate myself at all, mate. Fair enough. There's a reason. Fair there's enough. a reason um, why I'm the best at quivier because it, it's all in there, all of it. <laughs> Fair play. Um, yeah, Alex, how are you with the chopsticks? I'm pretty good. I'm like Stuart. I'm right there in higher class, right at the top of the chopstick. Yeah. Top of the the, I, I, we don't go to a lot of Chinese restaurants. My wife and I. We it's it's typically a easy takeout thing for us to do, but. You know, when, when we get it delivered and it's in the bag, I'll call back and be like, where's the spoon? <laughs> I need a spoon. And my wife is like, just turn around. They're right there in the cabinet. <laughs> like, fuck. I want that sweet white plastic spoon, though. <laughs> Do you, when you get Chinese takeaway in America, mm-hmm. does, it, does it come in the little boxes like in Friends? Yeah, little, little yep. white boxes with a red writing on. We don't, we don't white get that. boxes or like... Um, like a plastic, almost Tupperware kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's, that's the way we get it. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's I a mixture of both. It depends. Uh, I don't think we. I don't know anywhere that does the uh, little cardboard boxes that they that you see on American shows. There was a restaurant 
called Rice. Uh, I think I'm guessing it was a chain place, and they used to serve up in those boxes. Um, wow! I only knew of one in in Manchester City Centre on Piccadilly Square, but uh, they used to serve up in the boxes. I've never seen them anywhere else. No. Apparently, you can unfold it somehow, and it turns into like a like a bowl, Apparently like a dish. So. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that somewhere on on you know the internet. Yeah, I saw it on the internet too. You're yeah. probably looking at the same site. <laughs> yeah. And if and if you tear it in the right way, you get a little spoon out of it as well. <laughs> I did, I just I. I break off a piece of the cardboard that it comes with, yeah. just, just a corner of it, and I just, like a shovel, I just shovel it in my stupid face. Like, like an inedible nacho. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with all that sauce on it. Exactly. Put enough a sauce chi- on anything. You know what I'm saying? Chi- a chai nacho. No, it sounds... Oh, that's a little mm. racist. Yeah, it does yeah. sound like I'm being racist there, but I, I do apologize to all of the mm. Chinese people. Um well. Yeah, so that's all I've got. Michael Jameson, can you hit me with some social media, please? You're listening to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes, if you dare. Get me out of this spot. Sock med. Sock med. Sock med. So we... As always, everyone, we post our thumbnail picture on the uh, official Instagram page for Food Review UK. It's called Frogram. You should go check it out. And every couple of weeks when we got the podcast, we slam up the thumbnail on there. We tell you what it's about so you get a little sneak preview and we get something out of you as well because we get the questions. Uh, so, bong lungs. Bongers. Why are, you, why are you... Yeah, bongers. Sorry, let's get out of the way. Um, yeah, why are you saying that in a really weird pseudo-Australian accent? Well, Nate, as we've put, moved past the uh, 9.30pm slot, I'm uh, taking on the energetic night radio host. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, and this accent, don't know where that came from either. Let's move on. Keep, uh, it, up. So, Keep bo- it up. Bong lungs. Bongers. Bongers. Eating out, I <laughs> ate a few pizzas in the damn garlic tings and herbs. A lot of it, but back home don't really out order takeaway clothes that count. Naughty. <laughs> I don't even know what's. No. Yes. Um, I mean, eat out. Does takeaway does that count? No. Uh, no. It actually, no. It's almost the opposite of eating out, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> eating in. Yeah. Not touching yeah. that one. When he Frankie says Fra- so, when he says garlic and herbs, I wonder what the herbs were. <laughs> We all know. <laughs> uh, Frankie Funko. I prefer to eat out, lol, <laughs> in indie-like places other than Toby Carvery and Farmhouse Inns. I find most chain restaurants expensive for the portion size, and right. even if you use vouchers, they usually make the portion smaller or less menu choice. I guess it depends on your budget, but you can't beat a good indie American pub... Or, or, sorry, indie American or pub... Or pub restaurant. <laughs> did, did Frankie include the burp? Was that part of the comment? It was a burp, it was a hiccup. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, also, um, wonderful comment. Uh, not a question, though. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Nate, I said it wasn't a burp. Uh, I think it was a burp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I found myself defending it. And then I was like, hang on a second. That definitely was a burp. What are you doing? Why are you just overly lying now? Don't make a liar of you. Yeah. Um, if you die about that, they might not believe the butter trick. <laughs> Leon Trick. 
I'm about Stu's age. I assume he means Stuart. Uh, in early 40s. And as a kid, what? eating out used to be a trick. Early 40s? I'm 40. That's not early 40s. Well, it's, it's very, very early 40s. <laughs> and as a kid, eating out used to be a treat reserved for special occasions. Also, my recollection is that they were less there were less chain restaurants but they tended to serve better quality food Mm. beef eaters for example used to be genuinely decent is my memory correct or is a bit of nostalgia creeping in i think there's a i think there's an element of nostalgia and an element of correctness yeah yeah Yeah. um Correct, Stelger. Um yeah, yeah, no, it, I, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that that people would have been held accountable <laughs> more back in the '80s when chain restaurants were first, you know, making a big, big deal of it. But um, yeah, I, I, I used to love a beef eater. I used to love a harvester, but um, yeah. both of them are pretty shit now. Um, and, no, and, quite, and quite expensive for what they are, to mm. be honest. Yeah, like I, I used to think of Harvester being like a cheap night out, and now like if we go, it's like come away from there paying fifty quid for not really a no. good experience. Really? Oh, mate, I haven't been to Harvester for years because it's fucking shite. It does have the salad bar. That is the, literally the only thing I'll go back to at Harvester for because that is incredible. Pizza Hut used to be my big thing back back in the nineteen eighties, and it used to be incredible. And now. The last time we ate in at a pizza hut, it cost so much money, and it was rubbish. Yeah. I I can't remember the last time I ate in a pizza hut, because it just... Yeah, I feel like I feel like the world's moved on. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'll like dining, in, dining out in a pizza hut should not be a thing in 2019. The UK <laughs> doesn't have a American-style pizza chain. That's weird. That's so weird. Isn't pizza hut one? Isn't Domino's one? Isn't Papa well, John's one? Well, no, no, no. no, no. To eat like, in, you think you yeah, right. Eat in. Did you fucking know what this episode is, dickhead? Um, <laughs> Woo! I love when MJ fights back. <laughs> I'm in control, yeah. I got my accent and the claws are out. You better not cross me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, okay, you can eat in at Pizza Hut, but um, to, oh, it's fucking, you can't call that American style. Or what? Oh, oh, I had fucking Domino's um, a few days ago, and apparently it came with double Catalan chicken. Now, there was not, not out, was a. Sorry? Not eating out though, is it? <laughs> 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 Do you not know the content of the podcast? <laughs> there was not a dollop, a small dollop, might I add, of Catalan chicken on every slice. So I ask the question, if that was double Catalan chicken, does that mean that on single Catalan chicken you get less than one piece of chicken every two slices? What the fuck, man? pisses me the fuck don't even get me on American can we do an episode about American pizza actually because I just want to rant for four fucking hours yeah Alex that's your next show mate I'm done <laughs> I'm done I don't know if I can be involved with that <laughs> if you can, can you send some across so that we can review it on the on the episode yeah, it's still better than the UK stuff um, <laughs> Leon Tricker also says favourite chain restaurants and what sets them apart uh, we sort of covered that I think yeah 
Uh, again, Leon Tricker again. He's he's oh he's gone. A fucking comments for here, guys. Much missed chain restaurants or much missed dishes from favourite chains. Ooh. Literally can't even think of one that's closed. A missed chain restaurant. <laughs> I genuinely can't think of any that's Bur- closed. Bernie Steakhouse. I remember being a few a little chain of back in the eighties. Bernie Inn. <laughs> yeah, Bernie Inn. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't remember whether they're any good or not. <laughs> not because they're not around anymore, but um, I can't. I, I genuinely can't think of any. I mean, it's not. It's not technically right, but Wendy's. I mean, the fact that we don't have Wendy's in the UK saddens me a little bit. Oh, you don't? No, we used to. There used to be a few spotted around, but I think they they're all gone now. Mm, I do like Wendy's. Yeah, I do like Wendy's. It's not. Yeah, you know, it's on the lower level of dining out. I appreciate, oh, but for yeah, sure. good hangover food. Yeah. As all burgers are. Yes. Correct. Have your parts of the world been taken over by hollandaise sauce and smashed avocado? Brunch has become a religion where I live in Portsmouth. Mm, smashed, smashed avocado seems to be everywhere. I'd like to smash an avocado. Would you? Bet yeah, you against would. a bet, fuck. Bet you would. <laughs> against a fucking wall because it belongs to shitty piece of food. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I predict that in the next five to ten years, you'll have a U-turn. You'll have an avocado U-turn if you continue your healthy eating as well. I it's think, inevitable. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You will uh, because it, it provides something in a whole foods, healthy in terms of good fats that, that you don't get from anything else. Creamy unctuousness, like a bit mm-hmm. like internet cream. <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to rule that out because I've, I have had actually a food U-turn today, which was on porridge. Uh, tested porridge as of as of eight o'clock this morning, and huh? then uh, and then Laura made me some porridge this morning, and it was it was utterly delightful. Yeah. Admittedly, there was a huge dollop of uh, Biscoff uh, spread in there and bananas and shit like that. I mean, I yeah. was I was. It was so you less, like Biscoff? It, it was less, <laughs> It was less the porridge than the, than the stuff that was in it, but um, yeah. So I've had a U-turn on that, so it's very possible. And I do like I do like guac. It's just avocados in the like on their own. Are just what are they? What's the point of them? Fucking disgusting. Beautiful. Move on. Uh, just wanted to add fair play on the decision to reduce the number of YouTube videos you guys still produce loads of great content and give brilliant value for money would far prefer a few well edited and enthusiastic reviews a week than seeing you get burnt out fingers crossed you'll still be doing subscription boxes and shopping vlogs to be honest I'd rather lose the podcast than uh, lose the the videos reference (laughs) reference Um, yeah for anyone who's not (laughs) (laughs) for for anyone who's not seen just check out our youtube channel for the update video that we did you'll you'll find it uh bong lungs bongers Bongers. big up lays buffalo wings with ranch they're fucking dank just like the kush i blow in the chalice (laughs) (laughs) can you as 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 a ruffles expert alex can you confirm that uh the buffalo wings uh oh no it's lays wasn't it sorry lays uh, are they are they dank just like the Kush? Um, I I know that uh, Kush is dank, but I've not <laughs> had the buffalo lays. I'm I'm kind of a buffalo 
style flavor uh, fanatic. Oh, yeah. So I'll probably like them. Yeah. Buffalo Snyder's. Buffalo Snyder's. Oh, oh Snyder's. <laughs> and the heart of the <laughs> Bonglangs. Bongers. Um, all them foods at Nate's. Did you want to hug your buddy so hard and treat him to something lovely when he blessed you American products? Because I want to treat my mate like a king right now with these lays. <laughs> wow. Sweaty thumbsticks. A lot to unpack on that one. So this is my mate Luke from Sweaty Thumbsticks. Check Go out our it. British comedy crude humour and Let's Play channel. Obviously, ordering your own thing is the only way to dine in groups, and ordering Gross. a bunch of stuff for everyone to share is for the same sorts of perverts that get up on watching strangers <laughs> fuck their wives. Correct. But is it? <laughs> but is it ever acceptable to wrap your arm around your meal like a protective mama bear? Very much so. Luke. Very much so. <laughs> yeah, especially especially from your wife or significant other. Yeah, correct. Because they they are coming for your chips. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> The Laminator, don't know what to ask, but look forward to listening. Not a question. Hi, Laminator. Yeah. Philip Wilde. Alicia Plinsky. (laughs) Alicia Plinsky. Brilliant topic and a brilliant guest. Oh. 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 Wow. That might be your first bit of fan mail. (laughs) I love it. What is your go-to meal in a dodgy establishment where you don't know what to expect? Oh, that is a good question. Oh, as basic as possible, I guess. A burger. Burger. I've already said it. Burger, yeah, burger. Yeah. Water in a bread roll. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that order. <laughs> Butter. And, uh, <laughs> and and Ollie's second comment. Also, I'm literally still foaming at the mouth that Nate's soundbites has still not made a return after several posts. It's like you actively hate brilliant content. (laughs) How can I hate brilliant content? My mum's one. Right. Ollie, just for you. Let's do a little bit of Nate's soundbites. Whoa. Right, Alex. <laughs> Alex. Yes. DJ Alex, you're going to uh, be DJ for tonight. Okay. If you don't mind. If you were a DJ, um, what would your DJ, what would your DJ name be? Um, DJ AJ. How about that? It's pretty good. That Ooh, yeah. It's my yeah. initials. The Judge. The Judge. <laughs> the Judge. <laughs> That's right. Uh, very, very Middle Eastern. Um, yeah, so I've sent you an email with five audio files, all labelled oh, one NSB make, one to five. They make me sick. They I, I can't, audio files. The things that they do to those pieces of sound. Those <laughs> <laughs> pieces of sound. <laughs> String them up. Um, right, because. Um, because you are a co-host founder if you will of a uh, podcast network which predominantly focuses on movies um, I've got five tunes which I've crunched along to with a piece of celery uh, that are very famous songs from movies 
So these are all theme songs for a film or songs that were made very famous by a film. Um, there are five in total. So if you wouldn't mind mm-hmm. pulling the trigger on NSB1. All right, here we go. Ho- hopefully we'll be able to hear it all on here. Here we go. All right, that was it. Try that again. There we go. Good, nice one. Ah. Uh, we will start with Michael. Um, I know what it is, so I'm just going to make it easy. I don't know what it's called, but I'll make it easier for the other guys by singing it. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Okie dokie. Uh, Stuart? Uh, yeah, Home Alone. Home Alone. And You fucking prick. Sorry, viewers, <laughs> listeners rather. That's the problem. He's just he's just said that confidently and then he's yeah. looked up at the camera and done a shrugged expression <laughs> with a sort of like fucking nip that answer. It's a bit shady. It's a bit shady of a tactic. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, Alex. Home alarm. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't see him shrugging. Um, okay. I'll allow that because he's a guest. I'm not saying you're wrong. Nice person, Stuart. <laughs> I'm not saying you're all wrong, but I would suggest that these are all <coughs> song songs, not theme tunes. Oh, all right. <laughs> so we'll mo- so we'll move on to number two. <laughs> uh, yeah, NSB two, please. NSB two. Here we go. <laughs> all right, it's a short one. We'll play it again. Yeah. Uh, Michael Nate, hang on why am I going first again <laughs> oh, right, then. Um, did, did you would you say that you did a good job at this one Nate yeah <laughs> as, as good as any job I've ever done on Nate's soundbites and uh, for the record this is all because of Ollie shouting out this this, this section nice so my heart will go on. <laughs> Alex. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> and uh, Michael. Heart the humble tiger strokes. Yep, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> NSB three. Alright. All right, one more time. This is this, this is quality content. Um we're starting with Alex on this one. No, I think that one's another one bites the dust. (laughs) 
What about if they're both <laughs> another one bites the dust, <laughs> just different parts <laughs> of the <laughs> song? <laughs> well, then thank you for that. <laughs> uh, next up is uh, Michael. Uh, the way the flex toss. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that? The way the oat flakes toss oh. from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, the funny thing is, I'm writing it down as if it's going to be the right answer. Sure. <laughs> let, let, let it go. Let, let it, go. it go. Let it go. Oh, let it go. NSB4, please. And as before, hmm. here we go. Oh, hard. Uh, Michael's up first on this one. Come as you are. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been. Uh, Wait, are these? Is this all celery? <laughs> this is all celery. Yeah. Celery's the instrument, right? Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Celery. Does, does that affect your answers in in any way? Sort of. <laughs> Stuart. Um. What? So, Alex, you're from Chicago, aren't you? Yes. What state is Chicago in? Illinois. Il- Oh, well, you said that without moving your lips, Alex. Well done. Um, when I think of Illinois, I think of a town called Shermer. And when I think of a mm. town called Shermer, I mm-hmm. think of a man called John Bender, played by the badass Judd Nelson. Um, <laughs> and I think of the Breakfast Club. And I think of Don't You Forget About Me. Oh, there you go. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, that's it, mate. Fuck yeah. off. Correct. I love that song, you Alex. piece of shit. If, you, if that's correct, I'm fuming. Alex? I think it's... Um, I really want to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, play it again, play it again. Play it again <laughs> no, so you can sing fair. the words that's Don't You Forget About Me along with the along with the bites and then you can just say the same answer as me. Yeah, yeah go on, do <laughs> yeah. that. And then play shrug again, afterwards, yeah. No, that's not fair. We can't do that. Um, I'm going to play it for myself. No. <laughs> um, I think it's uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings by Smash Pumpkins. <laughs> what film was that from? Um, from one of the Batman movies, I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then the final one, NSB5. NSB5, here we go. Uh, this time we are starting around with Stuart. Oh, can you play it one more time. Yeah, I'll play it one more time. Um, sunshine of your love. Okay. And next up is Alex. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> That was in a movie. I'm sure of it. I saw it last year. <laughs> Not that good, but still good. And finally, Michael. 
Sunshine in your love. <laughs> oh, Sunshine in your love. Yeah, I'm copying. Yeah, Sunshine in your love. Okie dokie. See now, if I was a professional, if I was a professional, I'd probably have audio clips of the actual bits that play along with it, and we'd somehow fade into the two, and that you. Oh right. Unfortunately, that's way more work than I'm prepared to do on a stupid round of this game. Right, so to run through them, um, the first one was somewhere over the rainbow. Alex, can you please play NSB one? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's what it was it was. Sorry? That's basically what I thought it was. But you said Home Alone. Yeah, I know, but I basically, if you actually listen back to the podcast, you you'll hear me go... No, you will actually hear me go... Do, 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 do. I mean, I don't know what... That sounds more like Star Wars than anything. It does sound like Star Wars. Somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow... You'll actually Star hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, would you mind playing the kit so that people can actually hear it for themselves? Yeah, so here we go. Yeah, I'm putting that down as a point for myself for that one. <laughs> I've basically you, got that. You can do that, but it's unofficial. Um, number two was Staying Alive by the Bee Gees from Sustainable ah, Can you play that one? Wrong disco song. <laughs> Here we go. Let's start it. <laughs> you... <laughs> How many Is takes this... does that take? <laughs> I, I can assure you that every single one on there... One take. I'm one just bank. that good. I'm just that good these days. They were all one bags. Was uh no, I think that was the one that I asked you if you think you did a good job on it. Um, <laughs> I think you answered yes, and I would have to disagree. I, I beg Steve, have you got any celery at home right now? Sort of. I'd like to see you try uh do a better job. Hang on. Oh dear. Oh no. This is the grossest contest I've ever been a part of, by the way. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a stalk or something. He's got an erection, son. Uh. Is he wearing Star Wars pyjamas? Have you got celery right next to you? Uh. <laughs> oh, no, he's leaving. Uh-huh. Oh, he's been buying some Lego, has he? There's a surprise. There appears to be quite a lot of Lego. I wonder how much his house is worth in Lego. Oh, a lot. Should still someone to go around there next time. You should. Basically the same. I mean, I mean that's not... <laughs> I mean, that's... For the listeners, Michael has appeared with an entire head of iceberg lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this is staying alive. I should film this so that Claire can see it. This is staying alive. Oh, I know that song. That's man chewing lettuce into a microphone. <laughs> no. Yeah. Fair play, mate. That's harder than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Oh, what's, uh, right. What's Claire going to do tomorrow when she goes to get that lettuce out of the fridge? <laughs> oh, oh. Can you not? Can you not tell her? Can you put it back and just not tell her? I think I'll cut around that bit. 
<laughs> and leave, what, Smart and leave move. That, and leave that bit in there. <laughs> get, get rid of the rest of it. Uh, right, number three um, was from Footloose oh. by Kenny Loggins. It oh. was Footloose. Uh, please. Yeah. Let's hear it. Oh, you really went big with the uh, the quick notes there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, my, it's just my style, really. Oh, mate, it's <laughs> it's so hard with lettuce. It's so hard with lettuce. <laughs> Take that out of context. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Number four. Number four was when Stuart thinks about Illinois. He thinks about Bender the robot or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> It was indeed. Don't you forget about me? Damn. Uh, by, the, by the Simple Minds Breakfast, uh, Breakfast Club. So Stuart currently leading with one point out of a possible twelve. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you could play that one for us, Alex, please. Yep. Forget about me. Do, 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 do. Don't, don't. Right, and finally, yes. number five. Mm-hmm. None of you got it right, so Stuart has one, and the answer is from the film Boomerang. It is End of the Road by Boys to Men. Ah, oh, oh, shit, I should have gotten that one. <laughs> oh, shit, I only saw that the other day. Oh, this is brilliant. MJ, what are you doing, mate? Fucking hell, boys. Look. <laughs> Show us then. Is it got creatures in it? Fucking bug on it. Oh, and he's been chomping on it. Ah, oh. is that what that crunch was? How many bugs are in there? Just one, oh. but that's fucking gross. <laughs> Alex, can you please play uh, "End of the Road" oh, yes. by Of course. Ew. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, and hopefully, Ollie enjoyed that quality content. (laughs) So, the the answer to your question, why don't we play no sound bites anymore? Is because it's fucking impossible. It's stupid for me to do. Nobody enjoys it, including the people playing it or listening to it. I loved it. it was brilliant. There's actually a living bug as well now. <laughs> Amazing. This is awful. <laughs> Just seeing bugs everywhere. I've got to put this away, boys. This is freaking me, freaking me out. While he's gone, um, I think I think that might be our show, gentlemen. Correct. Um, I wonder if I can get this signed off before he gets back. Oh, please, make freaking... it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Let's do it really quickly then. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Alex, for joining us. It's been a pleasure thank you as for always. Me. Yes. Um, I am sure that we'll have you on again. And please remind everyone where they can find Binge Media. Apart from Binge Media, you can yeah, you can uh, visit us at bingemedia.net. We're on uh, Facebook, Binge Media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and uh, on Patreon if you want to support the show. Patreon.com/slash/bingemedia, and you can find us on iTunes and all over the goddamn place on the internet. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Hi, oh, returned. Uh, thank you very much to Stuart and Michael Jameson for joining me on this on this four way <laughs> feast out. Not a problem. Always a pleasure. Um, the answer is uh, still Tony the Tiger. I'm, I'm confident he would take the Honey Monster. 
no, no. <laughs> correct. I've got res- I've got reservations with that. I yeah, there's something about Honey the Monster that I don't want to say on Honey, air. The, Honey the Monster. I mean, maybe, maybe we always we always try and think of new sort of niche episodes that we can do. Maybe we could do an entire episode devoted to c- celebrity fights. Oh, yeah, celebrity death match, but match. with yes. but with, but with well, yes. yeah. food match. Food, food, food mascot deathmatch. Correct. Tournament, tournament style. So tournament, we find out yeah. the winner. Yeah, that's oh, fantastic. Oh man, yeah. great yeah. idea. Yeah. What an and, yeah. Coming, coming this summer, probably not. But um, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Don't rule it out. Nah, let's do it. Should we do it? Yeah, yeah one hundred percent. That'll be fucking amazing. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for coming on. Um, I don't know why I'm thanking you for coming on your own fucking show, but thank you anyway. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we've got. Um, if you've enjoyed this, then I feel sorry for you. Um, if you're Ollie, then I feel even more <laughs> sorry for you. Um, please uh, subscribe to the show. If you haven't already done so, please leave us a review. Uh, um, again, if you haven't done so, a nice five-star review would go down very well with us. Uh, please also come and Find us at the Facebook group Frock Unwrapped and Fans because it's a bloody good time. Lots and lots and lots. It, it's actually taken off way more than I thought it would. It is a daily abuse wow. in the eyes of, of, of food and great content, really. Yeah. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. So, um, and, and I can thank Mr. Alex and Sarah for the inspiration with that because it's, you know, oh, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's, wow. a binge, there's a group for binge fans and I, I've always thought that was a great place for fans to hang out and talk to each other and I think the front, um, the front group is ending, you know, starting to come along very nicely and, and mimic it very nicely So, absolutely thank you Alex, um, yeah so thanks everyone and uh, we'll be back in two weeks time when I think it's just the three of us, just the three of us yep. Actually, I should have done that with Salute see you later, bye, bye. Yep. thank you for joining Thank you.